Hey there, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. My name is Macy McNeely and I am on the Guide Culture team. Today I'm going to talk about my amazing experience that I had getting sold to and I want to talk about why it was such a great experience. You know, I actually did an Instagram story about this and I and I kind of breezed over the points and I got quite a bit of feedback saying that they loved it. They wanted me to put it in my Instagram highlights or screen record it and send to them. One, one lady was a um, college professor teaching marketing and she wanted to show it to her class and I was like, man, let me just, let me just make this easy and go even more more in depth and to the points and put it on a podcast where it's just super shareable and easy to consume. So the other weekend, my husband and I were mattress shopping, which sounds so, sounds so like casual and nonchalant. I feel like, you know, you just go around, you lay on mattresses and decide which one you want. And, you know, we've been searching online, trying to figure out which one we wanted. And, and I was like, Hey, we just like, we need to go lay on some, you know, we think we know what we want, but we're not really sure. We've only laid on one mattress as a married couple we have we haven't experienced anything else and so we went we went and we and we laid on mattresses and we experienced the full uh, mattress shopping experience you know I mentioned on Instagram stories that I really love being sold to I love being the prospect I love experiencing the sales experience from the other side of the salesman and I got a few messages of people saying ugh like I hate being sold to I just I can't believe you like it and I honestly know exactly where they're coming from like more than you probably even realize but I kind of want to address it because I think what's important here is it's worth mentioning that you know it's not that I like love being sold to it's really that I I really want help buying like I'm wanting to buy something and I want help in making a decision of some sort, right? Whether it is to purchase or it is not to purchase, regardless, I need help from somebody who knows more than me to assist me in making a decision. And this is the case for most people, right? Most people, they don't want to be sold to, but they do want help buying. And what's really cool as the salesperson is that you get to be that person that guides them into a decision, not necessarily into the decision of making a purchase, but into a decision that is best for them. And that's exactly what you learn in guide cultures. You learn how to help people make buying decisions. And I really want to be clear on what I say, what I mean when I say a buying decision. A buying decision is really just like, hey, I choose this because I'm bought in to what you are telling me. You know, uh, really helping your child understand that hard work in like a sport, for example, maybe they, they really need to practice outside of their normal practices to be able to perform really well in the games, like really helping them buy in to the idea of coming home from school and practicing in the backyard. And not necessarily coming home from school and their parent is making them 
practice in the backyard and you have to watch them and make sure they get everything done that they need to get done in order to be great at that sport. But the child has bought in themselves where they come home from school on their own and say, hey, I'm going to go practice so that I can perform at my absolute best in the next game. That's just an example here. So when we say a buying decision, it doesn't always mean an exchange of money. You know, this is also very important to know when you have a team of people, like really getting them to buy into a mission or buy into a vision basically means like, hey, I believe in it and I'm going to work very, very hard to make sure that our mission is complete. So salespeople, and and by the way, this is why when I talk about salespeople, I'm, I'm really talking about everyone because we are all kind of getting people to buy in to a decision and also buy into you. You're selling yourself a lot. So, so salespeople are really there to support you and to serve you right? Like in the mattress store, the salespeople are there to support me as I am trying to make a buying decision. And that's what we are all here to do as salespeople. We are here to serve and to love people. And sales is exactly that. It is serving your fellow brothers and sisters. Now, maybe people don't like to be sold to because they might have a perception of a salesperson like just wanting to sell you so that they can make make money for themselves. Or, you know, maybe someone has told you um, about salespeople or maybe someone has told you about a bad sales experience that they have and like what to watch out for. Maybe, you know, one salesperson has made you feel this way that they are trying to get the most money out of you so that they can have more money for themselves. And if you have a specific experience in your mind that you're thinking about where a salesperson has made you feel this way, I would guess that they are not successful today because someone that is successful in sales is the exact opposite of that person I just described. They are the exact opposite of somebody who tries to get the most money out of you so that they can benefit the most. Someone that is successful in sales is the exact opposite of that. It is very, very difficult for a successful professional to remain self-centered. I really believe that. Now, success is subjective, right? Like everyone has a different version of success, but the people that I view as successful from the inside out, like they are not self-centered. In fact, entrepreneurship is the occupation that is characterized by serving the needs of others. Guys, I believe so deeply that um, God really wants us to be obsessively preoccupied with serving one another. Those who might not understand this might might say, hey, you're in sales just because you want to make money and be wealthy. But this is false thinking. The virtue of serving people is it's not compromised by a monetary reward in doing so. Like honestly, the monetary reward, it's just the cherry on top. The true reward comes from helping somebody have a better life and helping someone have fulfillment and helping someone solve a problem. That's where like the true reward is. The monetary gain, it's just like, it's a very small cherry on top. In fact, I, I really think that when you are making money, I think this is God's way of incentivizing you to do exactly what he wants you to do, which is to care obsessively about his 
children. So when you're interacting with a salesperson, I would just encourage you to try to shift your thinking just a little bit. And instead of thinking, oh my gosh, like he or she is just trying to make money off of me, move that into he or she is really trying to serve and help me. And as the salesperson who is selling a product really have the mindset of like, hey, I'm serving this person and I'm helping them rather than, you know, I need this commission. Because if you are thinking that, I mean, it it's so clear uh, subconsciously it comes off. So when you chase wealth, guys, it just doesn't work. I really I feel strongly about that. But when you chase serving wealth comes this is going to make everyone's experience better between the prospect and the salesman. Uh, you'll be more open to getting help, which also allows the professional to do what he does best, what he or she does best, which is to make your life better. Okay, now let's go into the three things that the salesperson uh, did for us at the mattress store that made my experience so great. So the first thing I noticed was the type of questions that he asked. It was very much the right questioning. Of course, you know, we talk so much about information gathering. It is so very important when you're in sales, but I really admired and I appreciated his questioning. You know, he didn't really ask us what we wanted or what we liked or what we were comfortable with or what we have been using in the past. He actually asked us about our bodies you know, are we active? Do we have any back problem? Do we have any neck problems? Do we have any aches or any pains, anything in our hips? You know, he was asking questions around what we were going to need, not necessarily what we wanted. And guys, this is such a huge deal when it comes to being the professional because people will take action a little bit more easily based on what they want, which is not always necessarily what they need. Okay. So for example, people, they want a six figure business. They see the Instagram post, Hey, you can have a six figure. You can, you know, whatever, whatever they want that. But what they actually really need to do, they probably need to do some inner work, some foundational work, some mindset work. Now that does not sound sexy and fun, right? Nobody necessarily wants to do that inner heart work. You know, they say the heart work is the hard work, or they don't necessarily want to put in the, that those grind years, but they need to do that work in order to get what they want which is that six-figure business. You know, another example is, you know, people want a, a banging body for the beach. They want that, but what they need is to lock up their nutrition. But ain't nobody wants to lock up their nutrition, right? That's so boring. That's like not exciting. In fact, it sounds like a lot of hard work, which the human brain actually deviates from because of course we want things to be easy. We naturally want to reserve energy. We want to manage our energy. So your job as a salesperson is to understand so deeply what they want, okay? And what they need. Because so your job is to understand what they want so that you can turn what they need into what they want. Okay. It's a skill that you absolutely learn in guide culture. And this is what makes it so special is because we understand the brain, right? We understand that the brain naturally is going to gravitate to what it wants. And we know how to take what they actually need and turn it into a want. So it's kind of your job to turn the need, right? To lock up the nutrition 
to turn that need into a want. So when asking us questions, I immediately knew he was asking questions based on what we needed, not necessarily what we wanted because he's a professional. And I also like really appreciated uh, the authority that he kind of carried uh, when asking these questions. And when I could tell there was some authority there, just in the way he was talking and the way he carried himself, I asked how long he'd been in the mattress industry. And, and he said it was over 10 years. And he told me a little bit of his story. But what that really means at the end of the day is that he has such a command over his knowledge, over his experience, and over his questioning. And this builds so much trust and it builds credibility. It reminded me of the importance of really just staying the course. There's always going to be another thing here and another thing there that just seems better or more awesome or a bigger opportunity. But when you stay the course over time, you build a level of command, credibility, and authority that just cannot be faked. It just can't. This is why we kind of talk about having the command of a lion. You know, a lion can lay in the jungle and everyone knows that like he's the king of the jungle and we're not going to go disrespect the lion because we want to, we know that he has command over who he is and he doesn't have to roar. He doesn't have to chase something or attack something. He could be sleeping in the jungle and you just know he has a certain a certain confidence and a certain level of command and that's what really having experience does for you you become the lion of your industry and I just want to kind of say a quick little sidebar thing right here that right now you might not feel like nobody cares about what you do maybe you're a couple years in or maybe a couple months in or maybe you're five years in and you're like wow nobody even like really cares. But guys, 15, 20 years down the road, they will see that you have stuck with one thing. You have stuck with it and you will earn a level of respect and you have earned a, a credibility. And this is something that no one can take from you. No one can take your command. No one can take away your uh, experience and something you can really, really be proud of. The second thing that he did was he gave us a lot of space. And I know, you know, on Instagram and stuff, when you're talking to people in on phone calls or Zoom calls, maybe you're having discovery calls, you're like, okay, I can't literally walk away from them to give them space. But the way I kind of translate this space into our business here, and then also with you as you are talking to people, I see the space as silence. And it reminded me of the importance of silence. And it can be really hard as the salesman and as the professional that you are, you quickly can know what the person needs. So this this mattress guy, he probably very quickly knew the mattress that we needed. And he could have very easily just been like, hey, this is what you need. Just trust me. Just trust me. I know I've been in this for a long time. I know what's best for you, people of your age and your health. Like, just get this one. And you can assume that, that gosh, why don't they just like know the answer? Because I, I really do know what they want. They just need to like trust me. When really, you know, the prospect, they, there's a lot of kind of weighing out that they're doing doing in their head, right? They're checking through some of their thoughts. They're thinking through, hey, what have I read online? They're thinking through pros and cons. And they are processing some things that you know off the back of your hand, but they don't. Now, having really good, uh, strong sales skills will help this 
process happen much quicker because you could really help them process their thoughts. You can really help them uh, see some misconceptions that they might have. And still, even then, there's going to be some things that they need to weigh out and work through on their end. And this is where silence is so golden. Don't be scared of it. I know it feels a little uncomfortable or awkward because it feels really silent to you. There's not a whole lot of information running through your head. You're just basically staring at them while they process, right? But to your prospect, like it's not silent to them. It's actually very, very loud in their head. They are weighing things out and they are processing. So give them space to think. Give them the chance to walk through some thought thoughts in their head and allow them to have like the concerns and the questions that come up uh, so that you can get them kind of all out in the open and that you can handle them. When we were looking at mattresses, we were absolutely processing so much information when we were like laying on them we were thinking through hey do we need to get something online you know what have we looked at online what are reviews saying is there another type that isn't in the store that we need to really go look at and we just needed some silence to process and he absolutely gave that to us the third and final thing that I love that he did this is probably my favorite one is that he really really encouraged the right things for us So uh, when we started kind of peeping around at mattresses, we gravitated, or should I say, I gravitated towards the Tempur-Pedic. It was the most expensive brand in that store. And listen, I love a good name brand and I like higher end options. That's just kind of who I am as a person. My husband is balances me out big time. So I was kind of, you know, interested in the Tempur-Pedic and, and he was just so nice. And he kind of said, you know, the Tempur-Pedic is such an amazing mattress. It definitely is a little bit more prescriptive, uh, which meaning, you know, when you have certain back problems, neck problems, the Tempur-Pedic is really made for that. So he just kind of made a point with like, hey, you don't necessarily need a Tempur-Pedic. Here are some other options that are very comparable that isn't as expensive. And in that moment, I was like, wow, like he really encouraged what was right for us and our needs, not what was best for him. And that alone made me just instantly trust him. And so when he pulled out some Tempur-Pedic pillows, some side pillows that he recommended, there was no question that we were going to get them because I knew he had his best and our best interest at heart. He was not going to pull out anything that he didn't think that we could really benefit from. And so really there, after we had that experience where he directed us in kind of a less expensive area of the store, I was like, wow, like anything else that comes up, I'm going to really trust his word and trust what he says. And, you know, because of these three things, especially the last one, we absolutely wanted to buy from this specific salesman at this specific store because he built so much trust, credibility, and really at the end of the day, we really liked him. And that's a huge factor in sales as well. I hope this episode was helpful for you uh, as a salesperson. I know someone messaged me and said, man, I'm an, an attorney and that was something these this is something that I could really implement in my work and it's she's right right like this could be applied in almost all type of work because really at the end of the day fam we're in the people business what you sell is just kind of on the side Uh, what's most important is that you understand people you understand how they think and you understand what 
they tend to listen to more so that you can get your message across really strongly. So the three things that he did were, uh, number one, he had the right questions to understand what we needed, not necessarily what we wanted, although he also knew what we wanted so that you can turn your need into a want. He gave us a lot of space, which also it means uh, kind of creating a place of silence for people to think. And lastly, he encouraged the right things for us. He really wanted for us what he would want for himself. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, that was so helpful. Never thought about it this way. Never thought about sales this way. Or maybe you picked up a couple of things. You're already in sales and this was still helpful for you. Like guide culture is made for you uh, because this is such a small, teeny tiny little crumb of a you know, 10 course meal of what guide culture really is. It can help you save so much time. This has been the biggest thing I've seen from people is that they're like, hey, I can make it have a sales call in 20 minutes and really help people process and turn that need into a want very, very quickly more than ever before. In fact, one of our students, she said, I feel like now that I understand guide culture, it's like a lever. I can pull a lever knowing what I need to sell, uh, what I need to sell, when I need to sell it and really how to say it so she just pulls this lever and then sells what she needs to sell I'm like wow that's so amazing I just love hearing that from people uh, so if you're listening to this and you your ears are perking you know guide culture is probably a really really good fit for you uh, but to save time and see if it's a good fit you're welcome to message us on Instagram at the guide culture or just check, check out our website guideculture.co C-O and guide, G-U-I-D-E. And uh, there's probably a lot of information on there that could really help you. And again, if you have any other questions, uh, send, send us a message on Instagram or you can email us hello at guideculture.co. Thanks guys so much. And we will talk next time.